Welcome to week 11 of the FBL podcast. I'm your host, the commissioner. I'm here with Justin Herb. As always, happy to be here. Um, we're going to do a quick taco talk, quick recap from last week's taco activation. Uh, you, sir, were one of the few owners that had the luxury of bringing up your taco. Uh, you want to talk about it? Yeah, of course I want to talk about it. I mean, first off, I guess, you know, shame on everybody else. What are you doing with your draft that you're just wasting a roster spot? That was, that was a valuable commodity for me. But uh, I'll say this. Um, I remember at the time when I drafted him, you were like, why did you draft him? <laughs> and I was like, well, the truth of the matter is I didn't know who else to draft, and he just seemed like somebody to take. So it was a very rigorous process that I, I uh, fell into. I'll say this, though. It's been, it's been really enjoyable uh, watching him blossom over the course of the season to the point now where I, I'm, I'm turning down trade offers for that young man. So as I um, enjoy some vermouth right now, <sighs> welcome to the squad. I'm, I'm thrilled for the taco. The taco roll and a great taco pick. It's a beautiful addition to the league. The muth is a loot. That was really hard to say. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to repeat that. Um, yeah, uh, full disclosure, I, I definitely gave you shit about it, um, even though it was like prime position for him because there was a huge drop-off, I think, at 206 or 208, somewhere in there. But uh, we're also in a best ball super flex tight end premium league and I scored him and I have to uh, echo your, your sentiments. He's, he's been a a very pleasant surprise. Uh, You know, not too many rookie tight ends uh, produce and uh, he's been great. He's been filling in for what Juju has been doing since uh, he went down with injury. Um, (laughs) He's got a nose for the, he's got a nose for the end zone, which is always good for the tight end. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I could not uh, share in uh, up, uh, activating my taco. My, mine is one of the many running backs that I've killed on my roster this year, <laughs> which is actually kind of frustrating because with uh, Aaron Jones out, uh, I think Kylan Hill would have had a pretty good opportunity for the next few weeks. But uh, unfortunately, he tore his ACL. Um You've had a rough go this year. Yeah. Um, still chugging along, though. Um, the the other two teams, uh, I think this was a little bit uh, – we had uh, more action last year for the uh, taco activation, but um, Potts activated Rondell Moore, which uh, was great because now he finally has more wide receivers than tight ends on his roster. A good move there. And who else uh, was activated? You know, on the Rondell Moore thing, though, he's a fun taco, but I feel like I almost would have left him there. Like, 
<laughs> Plus isn't going anywhere this year. Like, why call him up? Just leave him in your taco. Yeah, that's a f- fair point. I think he, you know, if you start Khalif Raymond for a month, <laughs> you're, pr- you're probably going to be interested in what Rondell Moore looks like on the roster. I mean, he's had some big weeks. I don't know if he's startable in a, in a, a set lineup league, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's he's an asset. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's a he's a good player. I yeah, just, I feel like roster utilization wise, you might as well just keep the extra spot in this case and call him up later on. Like he's not he's not making a difference in plots of season. I guess unless he's pushing for the number one draft pick and he thinks Rondell Moore puts him over the top, which I guess that's the only scenario in which it makes sense. Well, we're going to talk uh, playoff picture, so let's hold that thought on on what Plouts is doing. I mean, we we all know he has a very clear and concise plan uh, for his path forward, but uh, the the other guy that was activated, which made a, a ton of sense, was uh, Rashad Bateman. Uh, this was almost the perfect move for a taco because he was uh, sh- short term IR for a bit, and then. Uh, he started to uh, pick it up in, in terms of playing time and, and target. So that's a, that's a good addition to the uh, squad for the, uh, the Renegades. Great. That was a great taco. That was a taco that seemed tasty at the time. It's only gotten tastier over time. Hell of a taco. Yeah. I think uh, that's a my favorite Cola part. Taco. Yeah. It, it's not – so much a comment that was made in this league, but there was a lot of comments about how the Ravens don't throw their wide receivers, but uh, they're now one of the past heaviest teams in the whole NFL. So that is crazy. That is crazy. Um, were there any guys that uh, you were surprised weren't activated? You mean other than Justin Fields? Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what Groom was thinking. I, uh, he's got Justin Fields. He's a prime asset, especially like any quarterback or player can get COVID right now and just be out. To be able to throw in a dude that could run for a 70 yard touchdown at a drop of a hat. Uh, I, I mean, I watched him juke out my whole team. <laughs> like, it's, it's not that I think his offense is prolific and it's a no brainer, but like, you might as well have that guy be on your bench, call up in a pinch if you need it or a favorable matchup or an injury instead of just sitting there in your taco while you have Mac Jones, who is not doing bad. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think that's going to be sustainable, but uh, I don't know. I was surprised. I was surprised in Justin Fields riding away in the taco. That's an untasty taco. Did, did someone give him the book for – Plout's roster construction. <laughs> so uh, just before we started, I did, was saying how we were a good month into the season before I realized that Groom had drafted both Justin Fields and Mac Jones. And then you couple that with the fact that he, he made a big move for Dak. Like, it's really going all in on quarterback for one QB league. He uh, he's determined. I'm, I'm 
This is the type of thing that uh, Matt Ryan will do to you. I, I, I was in a dynasty league where I had Matt Ryan and I made similar moves. But uh, <laughs> well, he's, does he still have Mac Jones? I, I don't have things in front of me, so I can't see it. I don't want to rip yeah. him for somebody. Does he, he still has Mac Jones? Yeah. And I mean, I, I guess in case he needs a quarterback that's shaped like an offensive guard, he's got that yeah. to plug in. I mean, Mac Jones is nothing if he's not young Matt Ryan, so it makes sense. Yeah, he's he's definitely not going to give you that rushing upside. Nope. Um, the <laughs> the other uh, taco player of note that I want to bring up is Tim sent me a message uh, while he was on vacation. It was just a screenshot of his roster where it said, "Can you help?" and it it was an error because Keyshawn Vaughn is still in his taco spot. <laughs> From last year and I sent him back I fixed it for you just to let you know cutting him would also <laughs> I'm uh I don't, I'm, I don't know what he's holding on to it for I'm I'm mostly surprised that he gets reception in the Cayman Islands I, I didn't know that <laughs> I, I might <laughs> consider that on my vacation list um Adam's wow. got a guy that hooked him up. It's a it's a VP ah, thing. Got it, got it, got it. Um, wow, I haven't heard that name literally all season. <laughs> I don't know how to react, but yeah, he uh, he was the thing at one point in time, and that time was a long time ago. So, <laughs> kudos to to Tim. Yeah, it was uh, August two thousand twenty. <laughs> Um, yeah, so no, no further analysis of that. It's just I just wanted to point out that he stinks. Um, Who's Adam Taco? Tra- Put me on the spot. Travis Etienne. Oh, oh, damn! <laughs> that might be the tastiest taco that's ever been tacoed. Yeah. What do you uh, think about that? He. He drafted a lot of running backs. All right. Let's see how it pans out. Hopefully better than yours. <laughs> I mean, looking at his roster, they're all on IR as well. But So, I don't know. I'll take mine. <laughs> Fair enough. These takes are going to the abyss. We w- wanted to move on. Um, what's your... Uh, Prediction tonight for for bids. You 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 seem to have some uh, some breaking news uh, on what might be going down tonight. I've heard there's a lot of heat on Foreman. I've heard Foreman will be very much in demand. There's potentially a bidding war, and an owner that we've already mentioned is nervous about the topic. That's that's all I'm permitted to disclose. So, you gave me a heads up on this that uh, someone might be worried about the uh, the price of Foreman. Just as a bit, I, I put in the chat about a half hour before bids went off. Anyone selling free agent money? Uh, not 
obviously not giving away who I was going to bid on. But uh, since it's past 10 o'clock right now, I want to see if uh, my $0 bid on Deontay Foreman was a bid. And it looks like Groom spent $33. (laughs) You know, um, in transparency, I... I don't know if the if the bit had an impact. I think the number was 33 all day. I think it was locked in on that. And it's funny that he might have got him for a dollar. <laughs> Can you see the bids? Can you see all the bids? Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, or, uh, Plouts had, had some decent money on him, too. Well... It's funny that you were asking if he had the book on Plotz's roster construction. Apparently, he does. Apparently, <laughs> they have the same playbook. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that's going to work out for group. I mean, yeah, he had he brought he brought him up to me, and I was thinking about it, and you know, listening to the podcast, the usual routine. I get it. At this point in time. I don't know who else is more interesting to bid on. So I get it. I do think it's funny that uh, the other Andrew can't break up with Robbie Anderson. So that was fun to see. But I get that too. Um, It's fun to see Cam Newton being picked up. So that was cool. And I like that San Francisco's defense is actually considered something that people will put money on again. So, well, sorry. Technically, he got him for $0, but at least he – he acquired him, so I'm happy for that. And then I was I was looking at the Atlanta backfield, and it's just so perplexing because I'm like, Mike Davis is fine. He's not good, but he's not bad. He's fine. So what's going on this year? And does that that's got to turn around because he's fine? But then Wayne Gallman is the guy who gets picked up. I have no idea what to make about that backfield. Uh. The free agents right now, to sum it all up, are terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible time to go all in on a free agent. Yeah, it is kind of interesting to see that Andrew dropped uh, Robbie for four days and in turn paid him a dollar <laughs> for each day. Um, <laughs> also, you know, what's with the $4 bid? Did he really think like, oh, well, somebody's at least going to bid a dollar on Robbie. And then some jackass is going to bid $3 on Robbie. I'm going four. I'm going to outsmart everyone. <laughs> what was the thought process on the four? Maybe uh, Salad saw my uh, my message about needing free agent money, and he's like, he upped the bid. <laughs> hey, you, you got an Andrew, just not the one you thought. Um, the uh, Gallman and Niners uh, pickups – make me happy because they are two guys that that I have like a decent share of in best ball. And they've been, both of them have been doing absolutely nothing until this last week. Yeah. Um, Gallman, like the coach openly said that Gallman only played because they were getting blown out and they had a, a a Thursday night game this week. So um, while I want to believe, um, I don't know, maybe, Coleman is the second coming of CPAT, and I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Goldman. What on the 49ers defense? 
I'm always happy when you like the thing that I was looking forward to most this week is like the leadership on the defense, the the players. They had a meeting. I was like, yes, they had a meeting. Like the players are getting together and like being like, hey, cut the shit. We gotta we gotta take care of business. So I was happy for that. Guys, it's week ten. We need to right. stop fucking around. Right, right. So that's always good. All right, Herb had to jump off, so I'm going to highlight three games this week that are critical um, for playoffs. Number one, this is uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel, but uh, Adam versus Andrew. This is Andrew's last shot uh, trying to uh, keep his playoff hopes alive. If you can't beat Adam, then there's there's really no hope. Um, He had a... Bad run at uh, Plots last week. He doesn't have the tiebreaker. Um, Brad's playing Fox, so he's hoping Fox will come through for him. But uh, it looks like Andrew's going to have a full enough lineup. Uh, Adam's dealing with quite a few buys, and uh, really needs a big win and hope hopes Debo doesn't go off once again, um, potentially knock him out. Next matchup uh, could be a, a pivotal uh, knockout game for the uh, bad guys division is uh, Herb versus Presto. Uh, you know, Presto has been selling off pieces, but he's still got a, a pretty dangerous lineup. Uh, picking up the 49ers defense to play against uh, Herb, like we were just talking about. It's a good matchup against the Jags. And uh, top to bottom, I think uh, Presto is getting some healthy guys or, or some production out of wide receivers. Herb really needs a healthy Nick Chubb back. Um, got uh, smacked last week without him. And uh, Joe Burrow coming off a bye. That sh- should be a boost. Uh, Stafford stunk the last two weeks. Um, really needs uh, Russ to uh, show up and, and, and make DK relevant. Um, that was pretty crazy seeing uh DK getting into a fight and then trying to get back into the game after he was already ejected. That was wild. Um, and then uh, Corey Davis revenge game. We got we got a matchup of Corey Davis versus Elijah Moore being quarterbacked by Joe Flacco. Only in the FPL. Um, but the real star of the week, game of the week for the. Uh, Bad guys division most likely is uh, Prometheus versus the Maloofs. Um, the means have already reached out to me, um, pointed out we're both on a six-game win streak, uh, which is pretty nice. Um, one of us is going to leave on a seven-game win streak and, and likely um, the uh, front runner for the division. Uh, Pretty uh, healthy and uh, buy-free matchup for us both. I've already pointed out to uh, Matt that the New England Patriots defense on Thursday night just absolutely terrifies me. Uh, I could be in a big hole after Thursday night two weeks in a row. Um, Got the uh, Lamar-Mark Andrews connection between our teams. Uh, We'll see how that goes, whether it's a rushing night or a passing night versus the, the the Bears, and uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see 
it, it might come down to uh, Chris Godwin versus Fournette. Um, it's been Fournette's been a huge surprise to me uh, how how much work he's been getting. So that should be a high scoring affair, and uh, looking forward to it. Good luck to everyone, um, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.